Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. We're out on the ice tonight. Thanks for joining us, guys. We're out on a little pond around town, just having a blast. Yeah, it's, uh, this is where the panoptics kind of bites you in the butt a little bit. Yeah. You see too much. Yep. We see too many fish just cruising right past our baits. Uh, it makes it a little bit frustrating. About everything at them. Yep. Yep. Um, but hey, that's all right. We've caught caught quite a few. You uh, caught and quite a few. What we've caught here recently has been very high quality bass. Uh, what we found here today, anyways, moving up shallow. So we were out in about 17 foot. We moved up to nine, and there's some pretty large green walleye some roaming green around. Walleyes coming in. Yep. yep. Absolutely. That's that's been pretty cool. And they want that bait dead ass still don't even jig it don't even look at it nope don't breathe too hard or they'll swim away real touchy yep so that's what we're kind of fishing for today but yeah i wanted to get back out on the ice we had a great episode last week if you guys hadn't catch caught that one uh record breaker yeah it's done really good that's been awesome to see uh people really got fired up listening to that drag on my yeah same arm well and i got fired up that people were getting fired up that oh, they yeah. message us about it. Yep. Yeah. So that was super cool. So we want to get back out on the ice and do the same same kind of uh, episode here this week. And it's kind of our bread and butter. Weekday night. Getting out after work, catching catching some fish. So Yeah, hop on the ponds. Uh, yeah. It's just a good reason to tell my wife that, hey, you know, uh, I got to go record. And that's what I tell her. I don't tell her I'm going fishing. I would say we got to go record. And then we go fishing. Yep. And then eventually we record. That's great. It's perfect. Yeah. Works out excellent. Yeah. But today we're gonna we're gonna chat about uh, some of my technology troubles, some of my stuff I got going on. That yeah, Ben's just been going man. through a streak of breaking stuff. Um, and then wanted to chat about our recent trip out on Big Creek. Yep, that was pretty cool. If you guys saw our little story tearing around on the quad, man, that's fun. That I really enjoyed that train, just the train <laughs> the shacks that we had behind the quad. Yep. Uh, if you're not familiar with the quad, Ben runs is a Kawasaki Suzuki. 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 Yep. Suzuki 125. Yep. yep. And, I mean, it just pulls. Yep. We don't have to go fast, but we just need to get there. No, we actually got up at pretty good speed. I was trying to keep a little momentum going because it's so slippery. I mean, there, there's just... Yep. He's it's just glare ice around here. We have no snow. And we had three shelters hooked up yep. with four guys. Excellent ice building yep. uh, conditions. But, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's slicker and snot out there. Yep. You think this fish is going to move over towards me? No, He's I don't just think been it is. He's just there. chilling. It's a big bass, I guarantee it. I don't know if they're going to just hang out that long. Yeah, bass will. I've seen them, like, I've sight fished a bass before, and I've seen them, they, they'll they just stare at your bait, and then all of a sudden just, doop. Oh, man. For no apparent reason, they just drive me nuts. Give big, you a little Big old mark on the screen. Yeah, so last weekend, uh, bought some minnows, and that's kind of rare for me. Yep, live bait. You know, some, summertime, yeah, I'll buy a few, but uh, in the wintertime, Hadn't really had a good way of keeping them going. Uh, just kind of a pain. Like, the bait shop around around town, is, th- there is not one close. Yeah. it For as good as uh, Johnson Bait and Tackle is, I mean, they got everything you want and need as a bait shop. But they're just, where we're located, they're just not convenient to They're a ways to. away. Yep. Yeah. But I ran over there Saturday um, with my son. He got to run around the store, pet the pet the shop dog. Oh, yeah, I bet Henry ate that up. Gosh, loved it. Nice. And got some, Did you buy him a can of Mountain Dew? <laughs> I should have. Couple scoops of minnows, and uh, threw them in the angle. Brought it back home. Uh, put eight drops of this G juice in it from yeah. Th Marine, which I got Brett some for Christmas too. 
I got some for Christmas. And it's supposed to be like a live well treatment, you know, for yep. for keeping live bait. Ooh, there's one screaming by. Uh, keeping live bait Doink. going. Keeping uh, nope. keeping your live well going. Kept on screaming. Oh, man. Ooh, he's come back. He's come back. <laughs> um, and put the minnows in there with some G-juice. Ooh, that big mark's coming back at you, too. Oh. No, they're, I think they're both swimming away from you. Dang it. And that G-juice... I have not lost a minnow yet. It's Wednesday night. Had the minnows yeah, so in there, from, in there from Saturday. Well, you bought them Friday. Oh, you bought them Saturday. Saturday. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four days. Yep. And not lost a minnow. That's not pretty one. impressive. And I've had my rechargeable aerator on it, running the ten second intervals, whatever. Man, How's the wa- have you changed out the water? Nope. nope. Really? Nope. See, see, I'm afraid to now. Anytime I've kept water for more than about two days, it is gross and stinky and mm-hmm. terrible. But that G juice is actually see, it's clear. Enough. Yeah, it's clear, clean. Minnows are rolling hard. It's got electrolytes in there for the minnows. Actually, they uh, are they are the liveliest minnows I've ever had. That's impressive, actually. To not lose one, and yep. they're just whipping around like crazy. Untreated water that I've ran, after about three days, the water starts getting kind of scum. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, we're not sponsored by them, but that stuff. Check it out. Yeah. If you're interested. <laughs> that then. stuff is cool. Especially if you've got an angle or something like that, or uh, uh, an aerator that you can plug in. Yep. Um, you can keep those minnows forever, especially in the wintertime when you can yep. keep the water cold. Yep. Uh, Absolutely. And that G juice, I think I got it at Sportsman's, was like five bucks. Yeah. For that little bottle. Well, and it's like one drop treats the whole thing. Like eight drops was probably plenty. It said eight drops for a bait bucket. Oh, did it? So, but like one ounce per 60 gallons or something. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that I thought that was interesting. So, you guys run live bait. G juice. Check it out. Check G juice. Uh, and then. The clam aerator that I have. So I started off with that, the rechargeable, USB rechargeable aerator. Yep. Was running that, was working fine, and then I got it home, come out the next morning. It's running, but it's not actually pumping air. So you can hear it. It's like higher pitched whirring noise and not not actually thumping. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of weird. So I brought it inside uh, for maybe half an hour, then it worked, worked fine. Huh. So I don't know if that was like, I mean, it was probably 20 degrees in my garage. It wasn't like super cold. but No, that's not cold at all. Uh, there, there had to have been some moisture that know. got in there and just kind of froze up. Yeah, maybe that the, little flapper valve. Your deal. little tip or something there, yeah, the flapper Because yeah. that Amazon one was run fine, just working great, no problem. I did like the intermittent pulse on the, mm-hmm. on a, I feel like that'd save a lot of battery. Yep. Um, yep. And then I've just been running that on the lithium shuttle this whole week. Uh, keep the minnows going, but speaking of the lithium shuttle, so oh god, <laughs> what a bile of junk! <laughs> Had my Markham LX6 die, uh, got that shipped to Markham, so they have it right now, they're working on it. What do you got down at the bottom there? Uh, I'm hanging down there to figure it out. Oh, what's at the top then? Just a little guy. Well, you get it, you get that I one. I thought that was your bait. No, um, have it at Markham, they're working on it, they're gonna they'll figure it out, I'm sure. But uh, while I had the lithium shuttle off, I have it on my kitchen table. And I was moving it around, kind of messing with it. The USB port fell out, basically. Dang it. Like, bent the USBs on it. They don't work anymore. The little plastic cover over it, you know, the cheesy thing that says how many volts and amps and all that. Yeah, that was broke. That's frustrating. And so it fell out. And I'm like, what the heck? Because my other one did the exact same yeah, thing. That's not the first time. And I had so to, I'm sure other folks have had that. Yeah. Same so, thing happened. So I had to super glue that back in. That's been holding strong. Uh, that's been fine, but uh, this one there's no saving it. The port's like pulled away from the solder on the circuit board. 
Gosh so, dang it. Went on Amazon and I was looking around. They had a replacement one for 10 bucks, like a universal USB charger, deal, dual charger with voltage readout. And then they had a dollar off coupon, so it's like $9. So Anyway, that showed up yesterday and I put that on. Nice. Worked out pretty good. Uh, now I can see my voltage. So in seeing that, the lithium shuttle is definitely lithium ion. It is, oh. not, it is not lithium iron phosphate. So fully charged is like 12.4 volts. That's, what's wrong with that? They, they advertise 12, don't they? Well, then it runs down to like 10. Oh. I don't know what it's going to run down to exactly, but we'll, have, we'll run that dead, dead. Yeah. Oh. Yep. So I thought that was interesting. And the battery pack in that thing is tiny. Yeah. It's only like, I don't know, six inches by two inches. Yeah. So. So everybody, yeah, you thought you were, everyone was so pumped up. Well, it was really the first like integrated platform with the light, with the lithium. So everybody I still, thought it was I great. still like it. The it's idea still, of it, yeah. super cool. Like, oh, what oh, was that? No, it just fell off my boot. Okay. The minnow rod. Yeah, we got to stick with minners. So we ran, ran her off. Yeah, I really like the idea of it because it's all, it's all included, you know, all in one. Yep. Real slick kind of tuned package dang it usb ports junk <sighs> how old was it uh that one's three only years two years. no that one's only two years old and it was on your backup no that was on your main that's that was the, the new main the run. new lithium shuttle yeah yeah dang it so anyway if you guys have uh, modified those just be on the lookout for some amazon usb ports that worked pretty good because yeah. it literally just snapped in Popped real right solid in. Just had your two spade connectors, just plug Good it right to go. in. Nice. Didn't have to modify anything. Yep. And it shows your voltage readout, which is kind of nice. Sweet. So Awesome. But, yeah, we'll talk about our uh, our Big Creek trip and then this trip, of course. What, yep. we're, what we got going on here. Getting Brett's a little got. bit into the details, I think. Yeah. Uh, the details have mattered here the last two trips we've been on. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, it's been pretty fun lately now that we actually have some good ice. And oh, yeah. Of course, it was like 50 degrees today. Oh, that makes it even better. Yeah. Uh, we got nine inches of ice, and you can run around wherever you want. That'll kind of lock it up here once it gets a little colder. Yep. So Awesome. That'll be coming up next after the break on the Short Rod Show. Ben, where have you been? We've got a Short Rod Show episode to drop here in a half an hour. Ah, shoot. I've been outside blowing snow in my driveway for the last hour. Jeez, give me a break, Brett. Man, you just got to hire that out. I don't know. Like, how would I find someone that could do it? I don't know. I just look up on Google. Yeah, that could work, but how do I know they're any good? All I know is that the best companies use Evergrow Marketing to show up on Google. Yeah, that's a good point. I know Evergrow Marketing is a digital marketing agency that provides straightforward solutions for local service businesses. Yeah, but what does that mean? Well, Brett, it means if your business relies on leads and inquiries from your surrounding area, they'll take care of your website, make sure you're showing up on search engines like Google, and make your phone ring with new business. They've worked with landscaping and lawn care companies, roofing contractors, car dealers, hospitals, banks and credit unions, and more. If you own or work for a business that could use a little help with the digital side of your marketing, check them out over at evergrowmarketing.com. Also, tell them that Ben and Brett over at the Short Rod Show sent you, and they'll knock 10% off your first bill. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day, and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show, and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. 
That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that. Posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah. Sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the Short Rod Show. We are talking about our Big Creek trip. Man, that was fun. <laughs> Went out on a Saturday. Just, ooh, come right for you. Was there? Yep. Two of them. Two of them cruising on the bottom. Oh, yeah. I see it's um, cruising through. Had a nice trip. Afternoon to evening. Got on the evening bite a little bit. Um, got out with some, some new new people. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So, Brett, talk a little bit about our setup. What were we What were we running out there? What, so, was our, what was our goal? Gosh, I really enjoy. Well, I'll talk just hitting the water, getting out there first, and then go and set up and kind of where we were at. But what I really enjoy about our setup and the, everything that you run, Ben, is we're just running a 125 uh, Suzuki mm-hmm. quad, pull start, and we had your shack was connected. Then I'm sitting on the seat in your shack, and I'm pulling my shack. And then, eventually, Luke and his buddy came out. Luke and Al came out. And then we were towing that shack behind that one, even. Yep. Uh, so I just love the train. Uh, just towing her out there and everything. Three shacks sweet. going all at once. No problems. Big flotation tires on the on the quad. Just yep. ready to roll, which was pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah. And, and it was really cool this year, too. Running my Garmin, I had it just on the map. Zoomed in where I want to be. Yep. In the front rack of the of the quad. This first time you've had that. Oh my gosh. Had the map. So nice. Had mapping on the quad to show you where you were wanting to go. Rather yes. than me being like, yep. Ben, you need to go to the right. No, no, left a little bit. No, back nope. to the right. Stop, nope, too stop. Far. Yep, yep. Because and basically I looked at it, I was like, all right, waypoint forty two. That's that's the one we need. That's what we want. And just lined it right up. Boom. Ran right to waypoint forty two. Zoomed in as we got closer and got, I mean, pretty much right there. Yeah, we were right. Well, oh, a little bit within five feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, once it dropped the panoptics down, then we really uh, honed her in. It's almost too close. I need to park the quad a little ways away. Yeah, you're you're right on top of her almost. Yep. Uh, but once we got it, put in, popped off, drilled a hole, scanned the panoptics, uh, got the cribs we wanted, br- a couple of brush piles. Yeah, so uh, we're definitely looking for. And sharp Ben, there. Ben, you got a sharp eye. I'll tell you. For uh, when I tell you, you need to go twenty feet. That was cool. You were <laughs> dead nuts, twenty feet dropping that, uh, cutting holes. Yeah, we're getting, we're really getting finely tuned on the paint optics because Brett was scanning, you know, forward view, looking yep. out, looking for the cribs, and he's like, "All right, fifteen feet that way." Yep. Pop a hole. Okay. Now you need to go five more feet. Yep. On the other side to of get it. on the other side of the crib, you know, and then really maybe just drill in. one on top of the crib. Just mm-hmm. maybe that's the bite, but I doubt it. But uh, obviously the. The bite that we had was on the side. Yep. Side of the brush pile, side of the crib. Yeah. Uh, yep. Got to coax them out. Yep. But, yeah, that that worked out really well. And just having, I mean, we set up the otter for kind of a home base, but otherwise we were kind of on all, all of our own individual holes. Yep. Um, getting out. I did talk to some of the guys that were leaving, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, midday, you know, I was rolling in, got there a little earlier than Brett, and two old guys came up. They're like, oh, man, you're set up sweet, you know. They like <laughs> they like seeing the quad and everything hooked yeah. up. And I was like, yeah, did you, you know, catch any fish? How'd you, how'd you guys do? Nah, we didn't even mark anything. And they were fishing on a, on a roadbed. Yeah. And like, really? Well, that's what anything. the DNR report would tell you to do. You see that? Like, yeah, shoot. So they left, and then uh, another guy came in, 
looked pretty legit, you know, had all the all the setup. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I only marked a couple. Didn't didn't get anything. And he was gone. So anyway, that got kind of got me a little discouraged until I went out there and was like, you know what? I kind of know where we want to go. Yeah, I kind of know what I want to look yeah. at. So that's cool having a plan. Well, what the awesome was was we were able to apply waypoints we had marked open water yep. to take them back to the ice and that's probably yep. the best fish catching trip I've had on Big Creek. Oh, yeah. Not, I mean, we weren't catching real big ones. We weren't. Uh, had a lot of action. Yeah, it Man, was just a lot cool. of good action. And, I mean, we had good fish we were catching. I mean, it wasn't just like a bunch of four-inchers. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of blue. I mean, it was all blue. So what, there was what, nothing else. What I thought was pretty cool, when, when we drove the quad out there, we were the first ones with the quad. I didn't see yep. anybody else nope. with the quad. And then throughout the day... Yeah, a couple. In the holes we drilled, we were the first ones to that spot. Oh, yeah. Since the uh, lake We were so over. far away from the crowd. I mean, they were just little specks on the ice. Yep. And there was there was a crowd bite going on. I mean, yep. there was people I don't know if it was stacked. a bite. Don't say a bite. No, I There was just crowds stacked. They might not yeah. have been catching shit. Yeah. So that was kind of, that was kind of interesting. Um, going off, doing our own thing. I do yep. like that. Yep. We were really out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And uh, met someone nice along the way. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, gosh, it was hilarious. Tell, tell the story about that. So it was a pretty cloudy, overcast day. Yep. And uh, where we were set up, we took a quad to get there, which we were probably several hundred yards from the boat ramp we accessed. Oh, yeah. And a guy comes from the opposite direction. So, like, the nearest boat ramp after where we came from was freaking long haul. Quarter mile or more. Uh and you just kind of start seeing him coming towards us in the distance. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if this guy's coming over here. What is he doing? Uh, and he just kept coming and coming and coming and coming and coming. And it was cool. I mean, I don't care if people come yeah, and fish with us. That doesn't make any difference. It was it's just, like, I just thought it was yeah. funny. Like, this guy was in the way out distance just walking out here. And, yep. and he just kept coming. And I'm sure in his mind, he's just like, he, he had a GPS in his hand when he got close to us. And we finally talked with him. And I'm like, I'm sure when he was out there, he was just like, Shit, these guys are right where I want to fish. They're on the I spot. know. I mean, I'm going to go there and see, but they're right where I want to fish. And he's just probably thinking like, damn it, damn it, damn it. So, yeah, that that's where our review on Facebook came from. Yeah. Mike. Uh, Mike. Solid dude. Yeah, thanks, to chat thanks for you. coming over. He was, he, was, he was really skittish. He's like, yeah. Do uh, you mind if I fish over here? Like, we don't care. Yeah, like, no, you're fine. Hey, come on in. I mean, it's not like we were crushing a bunch of walleyes. If we no. would have been doing that, that would have been a different deal. <laughs> you would have kicked like, him out. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Uh, There's nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> but, I mean, just catching a bunch of bluegills, hanging out, having fun. Yep. Uh, middle of the afternoon. Yep. I mean, you can't. And and he's got that. a cool story. He's from the Iowa City area. Drove quite a ways. Yep. Gets up here. He's like, I got one waypoint that my buddy gave me. And that was the waypoint we were on. <laughs> so and we was, were around no one else. Nope. Uh, he was searching and he found it. Yep. Yep. So that was pretty cool. That was awesome. But yeah, got on a good bluegill bite. Um, so gosh, it's cool. It's cool fishing with Luke and his and his uh, brother in law. Yeah, we got they we got to get cool them stuff. on the podcast. So they got some ingenuity. They do. Um, they come out with some homemade rigs. The twelve volt wiring that Luke can do. So they run the impressive. they run the the Garmin strikers. Yep. So if you're familiar with those, they're like they're very good, like as far as a flasher. Uh, but they're kind of as as if you want to go cheap. And have GPS still. That's the thing yep. to get. Yep. Um, yep. Four inch screen. Hundred bucks. You got transducer. You drop yep. her down there. You're ready to roll. But you got to wire. They don't come with like a, sh- a shelter or a shuttle or anything. You got to kind of wire them up. Jerry rig it yourself a little you bit. You can. Which, you can buy their ice pack, but that's 
two hundred bucks versus a hundred bucks. Yep. But that's kind of what I like about it is that everyone I know mounts them on a gun uh, uh, ammo can mm-hmm. and pops their uh, battery in there. And then Luke, yeah, he's got them all mounted up. He's got lights mounted onto his ammo can. He's got a uh, mount for his camera. He's got all yep. sorts of stuff mounted on there, which is he's pretty got sweet. He's the, got the pill bottle light, the spotlight, oh, yeah. yep. the baby wipe container. Yeah, the baby wipe container to charge your glow jigs. Uh, he's just got it going on. Yeah, we got to get some pictures of that. Yeah. Well, have, I'd like I'll to get him on the that. podcast, I yeah, think. Just to, ch- just to go deep into homemade DIY shuttles. Yep. I think that'd be a good. Oh, that'd be cool. Up. Maybe yeah, next good season when, while yeah. we're talking about gear. Yep. Uh, when we're struggling to come up with stuff to talk exactly. about. Exactly. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's cool fishing with with him and his brother-in-law, and then. Uh, yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. yeah, it, it was and awesome. Mike, yeah, that was a blast. Ran back out with the shelter and and the quad and hooked hooked another one to the otter and pulled her back. Yep, that was pretty sweet. Got but, back out there. Ben, let's uh, let's rewind a little bit. So we got out to the spot that we wanted. Uh, describe the spot that we were fishing a little bit as far as like water water depth uh off we were offshore a ways we were yeah if if you didn't have gps spots or any kind of mapping i mean you would not have picked this it would be total luck if you ever found it um but what was it 14 feet 17 17 yeah it's hard for me to tell on my on my setup because the cribs were pretty tall they were a couple feet. Um, minnowing it. He don't want to minnow. Um, so, yeah, set 14, 17 feet, somewhere in that range. Um, and I didn't know what the structure was until Luke brought his camera. So that was pretty cool. Yep. It's it's literally stacks of pallets. Yep. So it's it's some old school homemade crib setups. Um, well, they've been out there for, for a long probably time. Probably since the yep. 90s when they redid the yep. lake. And, and Luke's around that AquaView micro pro camera mm-hmm. man that is slick uh it was cl- is a cloudy day the water clarity was big creek clarity i don't know not i didn't think it was bad not too bad but not not great no no and you could see quite a ways on this camera oh yeah so that was pretty cool um otherwise yeah that's kind of our setup there we were fishing brush pile 17 foot of water kind of a flat uh and it's, if you move you didn't have to move very far to fall off an edge and really get into the crook channel, mm-hmm. um, which I think was kind of important. Yep. Um, being close to that crook channel um, as far as where the fish were at. Uh, also, what was important was being on, so where we were at, in the close vicinity are rock piles, uh, there's brush piles, and then there's these cribs with pallets stacked on them. Mm-hmm. As I moved out and kind of got more onto the rock piles because, you know, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, a goal this year is to try to get on more walleyes. I was like, well, we'll go try some rock piles and stuff. They were devoid of life. Like, I did not see anything out there as I wor- worked out into the rock piles. No, and if it would have been a fish hunting trip, you could have, you probably could have found some. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, we would have had to really you, work on Yeah, it. I had more points we could have drilled on and, and yep. really, you know, tore the lake up. But Well, maybe this weekend. Yeah, you never know. But, uh, yeah, the, the brush themselves was was the key mm-hmm. to finding a lot of fish yep. um yep and then another thing i found as i was fishing was i started out with a oh the perch docker Duh. white white yep. glow perch docker yep. so if you're not familiar with that what it is is uh it's kind of a, like a dropper chain so we'll start with the with the treble hook goes up to a dropper chain and then as you go up it goes to these like 
I don't know what they're little, little balls and they're plates like, uh, that cling yeah, together. Stainless steel balls, basically, yep. and they all cling together. Yeah, um, and plates, yeah. balls and plates. They're not trying to make imi imitate a fish at all. What they're trying to do it is make noise, goofy, yep. and then a little ways down with that dropper chain is where you put your bait. So you make the noise to draw them in, and then you hold it there for them to come suck in your bait. Yep. Uh, and I was I was getting some lookers, but no no biters. Uh, and then I moved to uh, the droplet. So the basically like a tungsten jig, yep. And I was catching fish. Is so that your, is that your new favorite? That seems it like, might be the surprise of this of that, the year this year. That seems like your confidence. So far, it's worked changing. out real well for me. I mean, um, and even coming out here, I mean, you were you're definitely getting some more looks, some more catches, and yeah, I don't know what it is about jig. that droplet. Like uh, theoretically or like functionally, I don't know how it's any different than a regular jig. See, I think it has to do with where the tungsten's at on the shank of the jig. Yeah, but that where, tungsten. It has a different kind of back-to-back -back movement when you jig it. Maybe. Maybe. It's, it's more balanced. You yeah. know what I mean? Than yeah. A, than a regular jig. Maybe it floats a little more. That might, that might be a good theory. It's the world's smallest fish. We're yeah, I'm going after here. Yeah. Give up. <laughs> um, and I was getting some bites, and I was they were largely smaller fish. Yep. Uh, a bigger one every so often, but getting some bites. I was like, yeah, oh, I didn't come here to do that. So uh, upsize to the rattling flyer instead. Yep. And I think what I like about out at Big Creek, if you're a local that's listening to this, is blues and whites. Mm -hmm. That's what I like out at Big Creek. And rat, the rattle flyer I have is blue on one side, glow white on the other side. Yep. So it's just a perfect scenario as far as colors. Um, and yeah, that's when I really started noticing that we were sort. I was sorting out the bigger fish. I was still getting the little yep, ones to come were. look and follow and check it out, but the actual ones that were committing to bite it. We're definitely the bigger bluegills. Definitely getting some nice, nice bluegills, and we we decided to keep some, so we had a nice, nice little pile going. Um, got to do a fish fry out there. Yeah, how many did we end up with? I think like around nine or ten. Nine or ten. And I mean, for four of us, that was plenty. Oh yeah, yeah that was, was good. Excellent. Yep, yep. Uh, had the full camp set up. I kind of just keep that ready now. Yeah. Uh, the well, only thing, what we need to test is do a fish batter test. I don't like batter. Well, fish fry stuff. Oh, the, just the dry? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, batter. yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a wet batter guy either. Definitely dry. All about the dry batter. Uh, I think these bass have moved out of the shallows here this evening. Because I've had the stuff I had in my shelter that we used was like Louisiana seasoned stuff. Yep. yep. It, it was not hot. No. And it was like really kind of drying cornmeal. A little bit bland. Yeah. If I'm being honest. So yeah. then I mixed that with the Cajun shore lunch and it was a little better. Yep. And then finally I gave up on the Louisiana just did the shore lunch cage yep yep <laughs> so that's kind of a bust but i do like trying different different kinds of batter i do want to uh get jay seaman's batter uh, oh, catch, catch and cook catch yeah. And cook, yeah and try a couple of varieties of that may i'll order some of those two of the things well just message him tell him the short rod show would like so maybe he'll send there us you some go. Just, stuff. maybe he listens sends the whole pal maybe he's up. a listener you never know yeah so that was pretty nice to be able to do that flayed them out i need to get a cutting board too i had a cutting board and a knife i have a knife Oh, that you had to borrow one from Al. No, we only had one knife. Oh, oh otherwise, oh. otherwise we really could have gone to town. Yeah. No, just flaying them on the ice kind of. I'll, I'll make sure to start bringing an extra knife with me. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> it was cold on the ice. I mean, I, we were doing it in the otter, you know, with the propane going, just warming up, but it's still cold. Yeah. So, but yeah, that turned out really good. Got the oil going. 
Couldn't hardly get enough heat to the oil. Yeah, I noticed that your first batch or two was pretty cold. I wonder what the well, deal was. Well, not cold, but they weren't like no, real it, it, hard crispy. Yeah, it took a long time to yeah. to cook them. So. Your last batch was where it was at. That was a good batch. I don't know what I did different. I think we might. Need the oil to get... had to be hotter. Yeah, but I had it crank all the way, and I've never had to do that. It was so pretty cold. Maybe we. Well, yeah, it wasn't we... that cold. We were outside the whole time. I think it was, it was in the cold. wind. Yeah, I think it was just... the wind will kill you. We need a little wind block going. I thought you were in the sh- you weren't in the shack. Nope, oh. we're outside. No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> you can get her pretty pretty fired up in the shack. Yep. Dang. But there's just a, it's just awesome uh, being out on the ice, plucking those bluegills out of the water. Yep. Flaying them, and then having a nice little snack. So we had a little bit of, a little bit of rain coming in, like misting, freezing Misty rain. Misty fog, weird thing, yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of when the fishing shut off. Well, once it, once it got dark, dark, then yeah, the fishing oh, yeah. was over. It yeah. was, there was not a night bite going on. That was like, during the day was the bite. And then as the sun slowly went down, the bite faded. what was that? You spooked him. I wasn't even there. He was all over you. Yeah, he just came on by. Oh, my gosh. And and I've seen that on Facebook, too. But, you know, guys talking, you know, what's the night bite like on Big Creek? I don't know. As far as I've seen, it's not there. If there is one. Open water. Message us if there is one, and we'll go with you. Please let us know. (laughs) Uh, I haven't gotten anything open water, either. You know, no, at night once dark. No, no, nope. Real spooky. Yep. So, yeah, it that was a good trip, and it was nice getting out, uh, taking the quad, finally r- run some gas through it. Yeah, just getting everything dialed in yep. uh, for the rest of the season, especially for that Mississippi trip. Uh, just because that's something we haven't really done. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure as we can get as many things checked off the list as you know, knowing how they're going to run and. Getting it all checked off and dialed in. Yeah, absolutely. Will be good. Yep. And even just for me to practice loading everything up, getting everything, all right, here's where this can fit. Uh, I switched over since the green bottles are so freaking expensive now of yep. propane. Yep. Switched over to the 20 pound. Ooh. That's been working out good. Just nice. heavy. Yeah. Yeah. You almost need to have like a half empty 20 pounder just ready to roll. Yep. Or those, I know guys run like a five pounder or a ten pounder. Or well, whatever. god dang it, those eleven pound, those ten pound tanks at Menards are so freaking expensive. Sixty five dollars yeah. for an empty, empty one. What yeah, the hell? that doesn't pan out. Jeez, you can buy three twenty pounders with gas in them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we've had we've had some listeners message me about the uh, uh, the diesel heater. Yeah, yeah. I need to just buy that. May I'll just may I'll just sneak that in. Yeah, because you know that Mississippi trip, it's going to be negative a hundred, uh, blowing snow. Yep. Colder in a tit. Yep. Yeah, and then we'll be able to really crank the heat in it. Yep. Um, I need to get a good battery for it, and I'm thinking, I think a Dewalt would run it. I oh, why I wouldn't? Well, I found one guy running. Does it pull too many amps? Or yeah, what? they pulled like ten amps. Oh, that's not. I don't think that's that. That's much. not bad. Yeah, your so, drill pearly, for surely pulls more than that. Yeah. So, and I think you can run them right off twenty volts. Oh, it's nice. like a twelve. You don't to need to get a, volt deal. a uh, reducer no. or something like that. So I might just try that out. I'll just sneak that in the Amazon cart. I'm buying the. I'll buy the kit. Sneak that in the Amazon cart. There you go. Yep. Just use my Amazon points. <laughs> sneak that in the, in the cart and get that baby as as a kit. And wheel the whole thing in, and maybe we'll have a little fab night. I mean, the buddy heater is, I mean, it's plenty warm, but what I find out more and more is that sometimes you're short on ice in front of you. It is, yeah. When you're in the shack. Yep. By the time you got a, your yep. minnow bucket, by the time you got your 
flashers. By the time you got a beer hole, and you got well now podcasting gear and a live well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just kind of eats up. It a fills lot of up quick. Yep. And it's nice to have dry heat. I'm really every time I think about it, I go back to that. That dry heat will be man sweet. to just be able to dry everything out, not have kind of a wet mess. Yeah, all the time. Yep. So explain that a little bit. Give me the science behind that a little bit, Ben. The wet and dry heat between propane and burning diesel. So propane, when it when it burns, you're literally creating combustion in your tent. So the yep. air in your tent is what's getting burned. Yep. The exhaust and is going into your tent. Yes. There's no... Uh, if you guys like know anything about forklifts or propane stuff, there's a ton of water that gets produced from exhaust on propane vehicles. Yep. Like way more, you know, there's, there's some on gas engines too, same kind of principle, but there's a lot of moisture from propane exhaust. Um, and that just and kind propane of, accessories. There you go. <laughs> well, Hank Hill. Oh, they're to the right of you. Yeah, I don't know if that's one. Just a little flasher. Yeah. Um, but running a diesel heater is a totally different setup where you're completely separating out the combustion chamber from the inside air to the outside air. There is no connection there. I like that the exa- it's exhausting out. Yep. Uh, it's like your furnace at home. Yeah, just the concept of that. I like that a lot. So, yeah, and the, I just need to go buy And one. they're not that big. They're pretty small. For the size of your shack. Yep. In the size of the, I, of the see, tub. See, I'm, I'm almost worried. I think guys are normally talking they're almost too big, where they're just running too much heat. Oh, yeah, yeah, Even yeah. Even on low. That like is definitely going to be a problem. Yeah. That'll be the biggest problem. Yep. But screw it. I'll open a window. Oh, that's fine. We got a uh, back door and a front door. Yeah, we can yeah, open up. yeah. You that's know. not a problem. Yep. So, yeah, I just keep going back to that. I just need to do And it. they're not that expensive. No. Uh, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. Yep. 100. You're going to spend that on a buddy. 140 bucks. Yeah, and I have done that because my buddy broke uh, yep. one of the trips. One of the ceramic bricks broke, yep. and then I tried getting another one, and that was a pain And change. diesel's cheaper and easier to get. Oh, absolutely. If I, I think that's the biggest deal now with propane bottles being just ridiculous. They're yep. like five, six, seven, eight bucks a piece. Yep. That's you know? crazy. I remember them are 99 cents. Did you really? Yeah. Gosh, I'm old. But when you need them, you need them. Remember <laughs> yeah. last year? Like, man, we would have killed them. And you can refill them, but more. you never can get them as full. And... That's such a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But, yeah, so this season's going along pretty well, though, so far. Yeah, for I only think, being, uh, what, three weeks old? Yep. We're getting out. We've been crushing some big fish. I mean, what, I catch 30 inches worth of bass here uh, <laughs> yeah. before yep. we started the podcast? Yeah, that's bass are always Between fun. two. On my rods. No, the one was on here. On the <laughs> yeah. schoolie. Uh, it's, Brett actually got to use an open face reel today for the first well, time. Well, yeah, and I was like, what's wrong with this reel? It feels weird. <laughs> and, uh, no, it was just normal. That was pretty funny. I haven't ran a regular reel for a little while, but. Yeah, you get you get used to it again. It's yep. kind of like open water. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else to comment about Big Creek, Ben? And then we can move on to what we've done today. No, Big Creek. Big Creek is Big Creek. I just, I really enjoy the challenge out there. You know, a lot of people get discouraged calling it the Dead Sea and, you know, you don't catch shit and yada, yada, yada. But there's fish to be caught. Uh, and it just takes, it's not your farm pond. It's not, I'm going to no. go out and drill some holes Absolutely and we're just going to catch yep. a mark fish. And I think uh, that's how a lot of people fish it. Yep. You know, they try and glean as much info as you can. and I mean, for as much as it gets pounded, for as many people are fishing it, there's a pile of fish out there. It's oh, yeah. just... They're in places where people aren't fishing them. And otherwise, they'd all be caught. Yep. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's the biggest thing on that lake is just it's highly pressured, right? I mean, yep. it's the closest lake to the metro. Yep. To fish, so yep. You just got to approach it a little different. Yep. And and nothing beats time on the water either. No, you but can't. You can do. Nope. I mean, I do a lot of scouting on the internet. Yep. I do a lot of. I'll check the Big Creek forums. I'll check, you know, five one five. I'll check, you know, whatever. Um, I'll even probe some folks that I know around. And then also DNR, check, watch maps, you know, water temperatures, all that. But, yeah, you still can't beat time on the water. Because you can do that and you come up with a game plan. Yep. And you want to go out there and you rarely has the game plan actually worked. What happens is yep. the game plan just gets you in the, going in the right direction. Or you have a game plan, but you've gained enough knowledge that when you need to go to plan B and C, you have a good plan B and C. Yeah. Um, it's not... Well, this is the only spot I know of. Uh, we catch fish or we don't. We're just going to get Here's drunk. Here's the only way we know. We're just going to get drunk all day. Yep. Uh, which, I mean, you can still do that. That's fine. But um, oh, Plenty of people still do. I, I've gotten to the point now where I like to bounce around until I find the fish. Then I'll start drinking. Yep. Um, there you go. Sometimes you don't find the fish. Sometimes you don't do the drinking. Uh, that's the, the yep. work and the reward. Yep. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that... Uh, the article that I posted on our page. I don't think. Oh, that old boy out there fishing. The the guy fishing big Creek in 1991 on the news. It was tennis shoes, white tennis, tennis shoes and a camo jacket. No camo coveralls. Coveralls. I've got that same pattern. Camo coveralls. Jeez. Yeah. Deer hunting. Just, just loving every minute. He's like, I'm just out here getting away from people. And he had a bobber. Bobber and a minnow. And that camera did not show a single person. Nobody else. Other than him. I mean, he might've been, Blue skies day. I yep. mean, like, yeah, it might have been a weekday or something, but geez, not a single other person out there. That was yep. very interesting. Yep, yep. Things have changed big time. Yep, that's interesting. And it was it was interesting too. Like when we go out fishing, we'll be out for most of a day, half a day, two I mean, hours. He said. Yeah, he's like, I'm here for two hours, and I get well, yeah, you know, no I'll shit. When you're wearing tennis home. shoes out on the yep. ice, you're only gonna be out there for but, two hours. You know, that's your equipment limitation. Yep. You know the stuff we have now, where it's like. But I feel no like, so it, it, at two hours, I got out here at three. I would have had to been home an hour ago. Yep. And I feel like I'd only just gotten started. And that's just a weeknight trip. That's not even like a weekend, you know, yeah. bigger trip for you. Yep, yep. But yeah, what do we got going on up, up here on this lake, on this pond? Up uh, pond. So we moved from Big Creek to uh, Ankeny Pond. Um, I feel like we're kind of falling into a little bit of rut here fishing these Ankeny Ponds a little bit. Uh, we're just kind of fishing. See, we fish the same ones. We though. fish the same ones. We um, need to go. I want to challenge out. ourselves here throughout the rest yep. of the season. We need to go because there are a handful that we haven't fi- that I actually have not never fished. Yep. Um, now I don't know that they're good fishing. I've never heard of them being good fishing, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe nobody find fishing. out. Yeah. Maybe you find the big dogs out there. Absolutely. I because like that. that pond we found caught those cats. I don't hear of anyone fishing those. Yep. And there's some big bastards out there. Yep. Uh, but. So I want to challenge us to do that a little bit. I more. like that idea. Yeah. Um, yep. Pond, we're here very familiar. Uh, fish a lot. Uh, usually a good crappie bite. Uh, we have yet to catch a crappie, actually. I know it's kind of strange. Which, yeah. Some. I, I mean, it might be think. cycling through. You don't know. It's tough to tell sometimes. It, this pond is fairly pressured as far as ponds here in Ankeny go. Yep. Um, pretty caught visible. Some, caught yep. some nice bass. Uh, yeah, pretty visible, easy access. So I think that that fish local page is really 
I mean, that's that's such a great resource to find spots oh like gosh, this. Because yes. I've seen people on Facebook too, like, oh, what's a you know, where should I fish in Ankeny? It's like, geez, there's pond. there's a pile of lakes. Yep. Just do a little bit of research. Any pond with a bike can, path going by it. Yeah, you know, what do you want to catch? <laughs> Just yep. you name it, and you can you can find it. Yep. Anywhere from a three inch bluegill to a twenty eight ish catfish. Yep. To a I don't know, I caught a what a twenty four inch pike out of here once. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Some invasive crappies. Yeah, or the invasive crappie. Yep. You know, that's a rare thing. Not many places can uh, attest <laughs> no, to the invasive true. crappie. That's true. Yep, but we're in. We're on a brush pile, ten feet of water. Yep. Just classic. Again, fishing the side of the brush pile. I think that's key. Uh, got don't me try to fish up. on top of the brush pile. It's tough to pull yep. fish up. It's easier to push them off to pull them off to the side. Yep. Brett's got me lined up where the fish come cruising into the brush pile. Yeah. And coming out of the brush pile, they run right by us. Yeah, the way Ben's set up, the way we're set up right now is I've got a minnow sitting on top of the brush pile, which we did catch a bass that you could you saw him coming from a mile away mm-hmm. that he was going to come bite that minnow. Yep, fired uh, up. And then I'm sitting just off the brush pile, which, how tight is that? I mean, what are we looking at? What are we talking here, a foot? Not even. One foot on top of the brush pile. Well, you see, that's a foot right there. Yeah, okay, yep. about yep. about a foot. Yep. So from the top of the brush pile where my minnow's sitting, I'm fishing one foot to the east, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm off to the side of it a good little ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben's about another maybe foot, foot yep. and a half to the east of me. Uh, east meaning right, I guess, in this yep. situation. Um, but frankly, we've had a few fish come out of the brush pile, but mostly fish are coming from out open water coming into the brush pile. And I think that could have been a a uh, evening bite pattern. Where just they're, a function they're just of rolling in. Yeah, the time of day. You know, structuring up for the night, that kind of thing. Yep. We're going to post up a little bit. Yep. Because we've definitely seen things coming in and out of that brush pile. Look how, like, I mean, look how hard that line is right now. Like, that, that brush we're fishing is pretty vertical. Yep. Which there have been times where marks have come out of it. Yep. And they just sit there. Uh, I would imagine those are bass. Uh, everything we've caught up here so far are bass. Caught a few bluegills out deep. Really have not found the crappies. Uh, I didn't really even see any schools or anything. Just a lot no. of individual fish out yep. roaming uh, while I scan with the panoptics. Uh, really maybe they're kind of the... getting fished out a little bit out here. Yeah, they could be. I mean, I know I've kept a handful out of here. Uh, oh, yeah, we had a fish fry out of here. Yep. Which isn't a bad deal. They're invasive. They are invasive. In <laughs> the DNR yeah. have not stocked. It, when I say that, and if you haven't listened to our invasive crappie episode, and we laugh about it. Uh, oh talked gosh. to the DNR that kind of manage some of these ponds around town. They have they do not stock crappies in these ponds. So if you have a small enough pond, I've never stock crappies. Never stock crappies <laughs> in these ponds. So, uh, kind of some basic pond management is some of these smaller ponds, like less than a half an acre. What'll happen is those crappies will just overpopulate and stunt themselves and. Eat everyone out of house and home is what'll happen. And all um, we got are four-inch crappies. Particularly for this lake, what kind of saves it a little bit, or this pond, is that uh, every once in a while when it floods, they'll get a flush of shad in here. So there's a population of bait fish in here yep. that they feed on, uh, which works out pretty well. Yep. Uh, so sometimes the crappies can get pretty big if you can find them. But a lot of ponds, by and large, crappies will just overpopulate, eat out everything, and then all of a sudden you're messing with just small fish for everything. Yep. So. It's harder to manage that. You don't necessarily want those crappies in there. Now, people like to eat them, but I don't like to eat, uh, you know, paper-thin fish either. So, catch them all, keep them all. Uh, you're never going to fish them all out. 
I yep. wouldn't imagine. Not much and they are prolific breeders, yep. just like a perch. Yep. Uh, so keep them all, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. I just can't get over how slick the panoptic setup is. The PS22 running sideways, showing both of our, all three of our lines. Yep. Plenty of room on either side. Yep. You can see fish coming in from a long ways Moving away. Moving in and out. Well, you can see them from six feet away. Oh, that's plenty of time to wake up and go, oh, 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 there's one there. Yep. Yep. So we haven't been able to do that for a while, unfortunately. It's been a little slow here, but that's been pretty cool to to see that. Yep. Definitely uh once the kids get out catching fish, this will be this will be the ticket. Yeah, right. You're not letting them use technology? No, they got learned like I did. You (laughs) don't fish with anything. You drill a hole, you sit there and you're happy about it. Damn it. You sit on a bucket and you're happy about it, damn it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You take this schoolie, and when that little orange piece touches the bottom, you set the hook. Once Henry can fish, he'll be running PS22 as my, what, my what old was unit. That? When I told you, uh, when we first started this podcast, uh, so three years ago, yep. prior to that, I only, the year prior was the first time I'd had electronics. I so know. And you were four so, years ago, so I'm, so 30, proud of that I'm 32 right now. So I was 28 with the first, by the time I bought my first electronic. If you can keep Thomas from getting fishing electronics till he's 28. Well, I can't. I mean, power I'm not going to fish without it. What am I going to do? <laughs> it's the same with a cell phone and your kid. That's like, true. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, tough it's to keep similar. your kid off your cell phone because you just can't be on it then because they see you on it and then they're like, oh, well, I want that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm trying not to be, but, you know, there's times I get text messages or I got to message people and then he's like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. No. Or there's time I can only watch. Coco Melon and Bluey so many times before I just want to turn basketball on on my phone and let it ride. See, we started watching Trash Truck way back. Thomas ain't into it. Man, Henry loves it. He ain't into I love trash it. Truck. He likes real trucks. Real trash trucks. Oh, yeah. This he ain't talks. into the animation. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, that's good. At least on the truck. Dang. The truck thing needs to be a little bit taller. Yeah, you're a shack slapper. Dang it. Have you, ever heard that? Have you ever heard that no. term before? <laughs> the shack slapper? yeah coming up the rest of the season i mean we got we got some more good good fishing action coming up yeah I'm, I'm really legitimately pumped yep we're gonna be next week i'd like to get some good good stuff coming. next week we're definitely gonna go hit a different pond uh one we've yep. never been on that's gonna be a yep. conversation so it'll be uh an ankeny pond okay in town here you already know which one you're talking about I've got a few. In the, well, I know the ones I haven't hit. No, I, I know. Been on. Yeah, um, you have to do a little sleuthing on them. Uh, the the tough part is, is these little ones are tough to sleuth. Well, that was me ripping. No, that's not. Yeah, right that, now. that's yeah, that is. What's left over then? Yeah, it's still just residual. That's not a thing. Uh, residual sonar return. Yeah. No, but uh, a little tiny fish that came in to go. What next week, heck? if you want a little preview, quick. Well, we're gonna. What I'd like to do. I mean, things may change. Who knows? We have Subject young children. Things yep, may change. Do. We may be in the studio at 11 o'clock at night pounding beers. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Ideally, we'll be on a different pond in Ankeny that we haven't hit before, uh, and we'll break down how we kind of got on fish. If we find fish. If we don't find fish, it's going to be a well, short go episode. Out, go out the next, uh, the next night. Yeah. But that'll be the plan. See, that's kind of the hard part now where we're at. I mean, we only get to fish 
a limited amount of time each week. Yeah, things get limited quick. And then we got to figure out, all right, how are we going to get the episode going, get some content going, and then if that doesn't pan out, I mean, we'll just tell it like it is. I don't have any problem with that. I mean, those you, kids are lucky. I enjoy hanging out with them. Yeah, exactly. Because man, they really eat up my fishing time. Yep. But we'll just tell you, hey, we don't we didn't catch much, but we got other topics we can cover, which is good. So yeah, hopefully you guys appreciate that, and you guys are all fishermen too. So you know how that goes. Yeah, you win some, you it's lose. Called some. fishing, not catching. Yep, absolutely. But today was a little bit of catching. Well, not during the podcast, but the podcast. I wish we would have caught those bass during the podcast. I know <laughs> that would have been cool. Yeah, we'll post some pictures with that it. That is not residual. There's way too much stuff floating on there. Yeah, I probably just ripped off all my waxies. The right. waxy the waxy crap is floating around. Yeah, waxy crap. They there pooped themselves. Nice. Cool, yeah, guys. Yeah. All right, we'll keep the comments coming. Keep the uh, emails coming. We'll Yeah, speaking if, of that. If we haven't emailed you back, we're uh, working uh, on it. It's been a ton of fun, actually. That's been cool. Getting all the comments. We've never gotten so many comments and emails back from folks, and it's been a ton of fun. And I hope we've been, you know, at least... Replying back in a timely manner to you. Uh, you know, we all work jobs and everything, too, but it's cool interacting with everybody. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's been awesome. And cool to see people getting fired up over the same stuff we're getting fired up about. Yeah. That's been still awesome. just blows me away that people even listen to us. <laughs> I know. I think about that, like, today. <laughs> so when I said this is a record, last week was a record-breaking podcast. In 24 hours, we had little over 600 downloads. Yeah. Which was quite a bit. Um, and I still, every time I think back to that is pooping my pants when we had our first 100 downloads of the first, like, I think we were, well, we, we dropped those first four and then we were like two or three episodes even out. So we were like seven episodes before we even got our first hundred. Oh yeah. And thinking that was amazing. And it was all people we knew who were like, yeah, sure. I'll listen. That's kind of cool. I'll give it a gander. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But now we're just, yeah, I like that a lot. And even 600 is not crazy, but. It gets me pumped up. It is. That's cool. Absolutely. And I mean, there's just, 600 people on Big Creek on a day. Oh, we, we got to touch on that. <laughs> yeah, there definitely was on Saturday. My goodness. We got to touch a little bit on. So Mike, the guy we met on the ice on Big Creek. Oh, yeah. Super yeah, cool. He had never heard of us. Yep. Didn't, didn't, hasn't found us, hasn't seen us, whatever. Um, we need some ideas. How can we reach guys like that? You know, you guys are... Obviously tuned in the podcast, but maybe you know somebody yep. that's that's kind of in that demographic of, of people that may not know about the short rod show or ice fishing or you know I still see a ton of comments on Facebook like hey I've never been ice fishing before um, you know what do you recommend I do to kind of learn about it and I really think it's a it's a good opportunity for for folks to at least. Talk about podcasts. There's there's some other yep. ones out there. There's you well, know, we we work with the beer fish fanatics. What I found about issues with with Mike chatting about him is just, you know, I'd say he's a little older than us. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of his demographic is kind of where I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, not to put him in a group or category or anything, but you, you know, him, hadn't heard you of us. Him old. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. I'm just saying hadn't heard of us before. Yep. Um, but he listens to podcasts because while we were on the ice, he said, hey, yep, got all your episodes downloaded. Look, uh, really forward to hearing from you or listening to them. And to me, if you're savvy enough that all of a sudden on your phone, you're just going to download all these podcasts, you obviously listen to podcasts. Yep. That's the thing. Um, but maybe you're not, I guess we've really focused on Facebook and uh, yep, just podcast platforms is kind of how we've shared our things around. 
Uh, I'm curious if there's thoughts on how else to share around that. Maybe some, I feel like we just got to get off social media and figure out another way um, to get the next group of folks that we haven't contacted. So if you have any thoughts or ideas, we'd be super open to that. Um, We've we've had a couple ideas we toss around and just. I mean, maybe we get take out an ad and in Fisherman or something, you know. In the back, like, uh, shoot, what's that lodge that we keep talking about? On Reindeer Lake, the guy on uh, Reindeer. Yeah, but the we'll big just old, dig up big his, old pike. There his you ad. Go. We'll just steal yeah. that ad. Short Rod Show ad. These spikes don't stay together. Dang it. There you go. Lock them in. Now they keep pulling out. But, yeah, regardless, that's kind of cool. Get some more... Uh, get some more people drummed up on the short run yeah. show would be sweet yeah i'd be super interested if everybody has any other thoughts or ideas um preferably they don't cost a lot of money <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> this is a non uh, you guys are listening for free we're working for free yep um but yeah if you guys keep keep the uh episode ideas coming too because that, that's cool when people want to yep. hear about hey do you want to hear more about brett schooley do you want to hear more about uh fishing fishing for cats through the ice Do you want to hear more about Fishing Big Creek. I don't know. Whatever. Never know. Pressured waters. Yep. Small ponds. Whatever you want. We're we're all about it. Yep. Pretty sweet. Well, Brett, should we pack her up? Yeah, I gotta get rolling here. You gotta have supper yet? No, I hadn't. I hadn't eaten anything. Well, I've been out here since three. Well, I, yeah. I'm close. At that point, I was closer to lunch than supper. Well, I grabbed some Chick Fil A on the way, so oh. I had that. I'm I'm good for the I only rest think of about Chick Fil A on Sundays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cool. But yeah. Good chatting with you guys. Good yeah. time to get out with you, Ben. Absolutely. Uh, Another good uh, good little outing in the books, and we'll yeah. do it again next week. Excellent. He- here on The Short Rod Show. Mm-hmm.